0: Hey, beautiful healing people, welcome to Kindred Medicine, a sacred storytelling podcast. I'm Dr. Sheena. I'm soft spoken but powerful. And I'm your host and the creator of Kindred Medicine, an online directory of healers of color for the people and a growing community boldly healing from the roots. I love how stories have the power to live in the past, present, and future at once, how they heal, how they witness, how they bring us together. Kindred Medicine, the podcast, is a collection of stories, lessons, and memoirs. Thanks for being here. Let's get into the story. These are real stories told in rawness by our amazing community members. And here at Kindred Medicine, being seen and heard in our humanity is at our core, to experience depth and range in our emotions as we hold space and witness each other. Please take care of yourself in your witnessing. Hey, Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. Um, I'm very happy to have you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on.
0: Yes, yes. Um, And for everybody, Carolyn is an intuitive life coach. Um, she's passionate about empowering others to access the answers for themselves and a deep connection to self. She believes that self-awareness is the answer and it is her purpose to teach, interpret, and guide. After her spiritual awakening in 2015, Carolyn left her 10-year career in politics to follow her soul's purpose. So we are so glad you did that. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad too.
0: So tell me what, tell me a little bit about the story you're going to share today.
1: It was about, um, it is about uh, a girl and I still, I call her a girl because in 2015, I was very much so naive, um, once lost and then found, um, Mm -hmm. running from myself, trying to create a life that didn't belong to me and finally surrendering and accepting what was truly mine by just Mm -hmm. completely
0: being myself. I love that. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Carolyn, you ready? Yep. Okay. May your story be heard across the realms. May it be felt in the hearts of many. May telling it bring healing for you and for all. Ashe. Ashe. Okay.
1: okay, so um, my story begins um, on, <laughs> for, with a juice cleanse. Um, In in late 2014, around my daughter's first birthday, my second child, I was about to turn 34. I was looking at pictures of my daughter, of her first birthday party, and I didn't recognize the girl in the picture, me, um, for many reasons. But the one that stuck out and the one I sort of wanted to work on superficially was my weight. I had gained a lot of weight. And so then and there, I decided that I was going to sign up for a juice cleanse. And um, I did that evening and started on the process and journey of that. It took about two months before I got started. I got started on December 26, 2014. Five days into the, it was a 10-day detox. It was completely juicing and water, no food. Um, I took two months to prepare for that. Um by acclimating my body to that. I mean, and also not eating for 10 days is something you sort of have to prepare for. There's so much noise in our world around food, especially in our culture, that um, it took a while. Right. And on day one, which was December 26, it was, it was a tough, it was a tough four days. But on the fifth day of my juice cleanse, um, something just happened. All the noise went away. I saw, I had a clarity and a complete moment of bliss, which was the best way to describe it. It was like a second of nothingness. And I could see beyond my body, my life, my car. I was sitting in my car at the time on my way to the grocery store for my family. All of it just stopped. And and that was my moment of awakening. It was like one o'clock in the afternoon. It was a clear day. And That's it. In that moment, I knew there was something I was missing that was beyond everything I had constructed in my life around that moment. And Mm -hmm. so it it started off as something superficial that I thought by losing the weight, I would feel better by myself. What I didn't recognize at the time is that looking at the picture, I didn't know who that woman was because I wasn't living an authentic life. I was Mm -hmm. living the life I have thought that was right Mm -hmm. Um, At that point, I had been in politics for 10 years, at least trying to construct or put together a career um, and it wasn't working and I didn't recognize that I was sort of frustrated with life, angry, even though I'd gotten everything I ever wanted. I was 34, I'd been married for nine years, 10 years actually, and had two kids and was pursuing something I thought public service was going to make me happy. But all the while, I was unhappy. And that's what I recognized in the picture that day and why I wanted to do the cleanse. But I got so much more out of it, unknowingly, Uh, started after that day just consuming as many books on awakening and metaphysics and what did that mean and what is life beyond yourself? What is the authentic self? All things that were completely new to me, but I couldn't get enough of it. Because whatever that moment was on that fifth day that showed me the light, that showed me something beyond myself, that sort of gave me this clarity of something bigger than me, I needed to have more. So on that first year, I spent hours hours reading as much as I could, consuming as much as I could. And at the same time, unknowingly integrating and healing myself Mm -hmm. from these faulty thoughts and this, um, what's a good way of putting it? I had been constructing my life around this checklist that we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. in America is the right thing to do, which is education marriage family house career and more 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 consume more get more which never seems to make anybody filled which only leaves us wanting more i started to want less so i left my job after four months after that completely not knowing what i was going to do next which was new for me i started to sort of peel away layers upon layers of years of conditioning Mm-hmm. um societally and by my family of what i thought was going to make me whole yet none of it was yeah. so in the process i think three years into the journey again eliminating as much as i can i convinced my husband to move into a smaller house um i changed my diet i went vegan um continued to do meditations uh continued to seek healers myself to heal from negative thought patterns I discovered in one of those sessions that I had a gift that was always there and it was super dormant, which was the beginning of my denying myself and constructing a life that was better. I had always had um, intuitive gifts, psychic gifts, but remember it not being embraced by my family, so pretending it wasn't there. I, I then was able to remember very vividly uh, an incident at six where I had pictures of angels in my room and I took them down. Cause I said, I told them they would always get me in trouble. Um, and so that part started to open up for me about three years into the journey. And I decided to pursue that. And, and that's where the healing has taken itself the last three years now it's been six years um, where I've been helping others with the guidance of my spiritual guides and angels. Um, have created this life that to be honest with you was never a part of the plan. Not even in the beginning of my awakening, this was not the purpose. The purpose was to continue to feel that feeling I had on the fifth day of my juice plants, which was just, I can't even describe it. It was just,
0: it's, you know what I, I'm really struck by um, this picture that you saw of yourself that came before this fast you didn't recognize yourself and I think it's so powerful that five days into this cleanse um the bliss came in having clarity and you know maybe you didn't see yourself excuse me then but you felt yourself you felt you felt what was true or at least um you felt um you felt that something needed to shift. And so I think it's really powerful thinking about you seeing yourself and then the clarity that came that the healing came and clarity and feeling yourself and eventually seeing yourself. That's so beautiful.
1: Thank you. Yeah. 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 I had no idea again. that it started off superficially. Who is this person? She had gained a lot of weight, but it was more than that. And then the clarity of that I am everything. And you know, I, I hesitate to say that, to feel oneness, to feel one with everything around you, to know that that's really who you are, not this other life that you have created as a safety um, so that you can fit in and belong. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. still, I still, I mean, it's still so powerful six years later that I'm like, that feeling, I still, I'm, I'm still, the journey is still about getting closer and closer to that. It is never about even the gifts. The gifts is something I feel like I am doing. I'm serving as someone who has discovered it early, but it's not even about that. It's just I. It's just the best feeling in the world. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: I could hear in your voice when when um, something shifted in your voice. You were telling the story, and you were. Um, it seems like you were telling the story as fast as it happened, right? Like as fast as all of these things were going on and these realizations and these epiphanies were happening. And then once you shifted into telling the story about your, your seeking support in um, healing spaces and, and then welcoming yourself as a healer as well, something changed in your voice, um, something changed in your breath. And so Um, the embodiment of the story is felt. Thank you. Yeah, and
1: uh, God, I tell people there's such such great responsibility in doing this work and it isn't something you take lightly. In fact, I don't think it's anything that you decide. It is something you're called to do. I can imagine, I'll I'll be honest with you, that this is something that I I didn't decide. This came, this called me and I arrived to it. Um, And... And the privilege to do that, to help others see that, to see themselves as they truly are, um, to remember who they truly are, is it's equally really difficult, but also so incredibly beautiful to know that I'm a part of this change that's happening consciously in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't. Yeah, it's <laughs> its also it's the greatest feeling also the hardest thing <laughs> yeah. to navigate it's- through people's lives um and help them see that and it is really difficult but also very very rewarding when it clicks
0: mhm it's definitely something to be in awe of i agree
1: ah uh, yes i'm in awe of my life every day of how everything sort of just especially after the story, after the awakening, after that moment, how everything has happened. One book after the other, there was a theme. It was as if I was getting an education and I didn't know how someone was guiding me book after book, after book, healing, after healing, um, discovery and epiphany after epiphany. It was, it was, it was beautifully constructed. When I look back at it now, I'm like, I can't believe that. I mean, I can't even describe how beautiful it was, how that happened for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, can't wait a lot of the times to share that with people who are ready and I can see that they're ready to have I'm like you'll never not be in awe of life after this mm-hmm. um, after you embark on this healing journey and yeah. um, I mean it did it, you, you said it that I was trying to get it get through it as fast as I could because it really did happen that fast it's as if the universe was waiting for me to finally say okay mm-hmm. and I needed to cut out all the noise. In order to do that. And that was the way for me. I don't recommend that for everyone. It was a beautiful experience. I haven't done a cleanse since um, because it was very difficult. But and, and again, it doesn't have to happen that way for everybody. But it is how it happened for me in order to finally say yes to who I truly am and that person was to contribute a lot more than at the time I even understood and I remember in conversations with one of my healer friends somebody who's helped me um talking about that and just like that I lost the point (laughs) I'm sorry no
0: it's okay Um, I'm I'm curious though because you know before we started um we were you know just kind of chatting about how location, um, what particular region you are, at least in the States, and and also maybe even in the world, how that um, might color your perception or experience or apprehension of seeking healing um, in different spaces. So I'm, I'm curious to know, as you think about the conditioning, um, the layers and the checklist that you were moving from, what would you say to people, um, you know, being someone who lives in Atlanta, for example, what would you say to people who are curious and they're feeling this drawing or pulling, um, toward a different type of healing than they're used to? What would you say to them, um, in terms of fears and hesitations? What do they need to know?
1: Uh, that they're not alone, that
0: there are more people seeking,
1: even even if it isn't secret, then they understand that, especially here in the South, I can see where, um, and especially in our community, things are shifting. We want not to be told anymore. We want to seek it for ourselves. We can feel something happening and that follow that and take your time with it. Um, there's nothing to be afraid of. The community here is wide, even though it isn't something that you see out in the open. But there are a lot the curiosity is there. You're not the only one um and I feel and I tell this to to new um healers and seekers who come to the south like there is a change happening here, and we're just the beginning of it and um there I think that this is the perfect place because some many people are in the south, you know so embedded in the church, and it is family tradition and it's part of the conditioning. That this is where sort of the eyes need to be open, where the veil needs to be lifted, where people need to see God in themselves differently. And again, it is happening. It, there's a lot of whispers. There's a lot of people. I've been surprised of how many people have asked me in the community who are interested in what I'm doing. Um, the other thing is, is that I am very mainstream. Meaning, I I don't I don't carry crystals. I there. This is completely intuitive. This is, I use no tools because this is how I learned it. So it's making people comfortable. I'm noticing more people like me, more healers like me who are coming out very young and we're just doing it differently to make it very normal, to make it very comfortable. So there's nothing to be afraid of. And there's plenty of resources in Atlanta. Um, We just have to, you just have to find them. Um, And I I think if you look, you'll find them. I hope that answers the question.
0: Yeah. That that's a beautiful answer. And I, I think it, you know, it really speaks to um, the remembering, right. That we briefly spoke about many of us um, if not all of us are just remembering that, that we are the medicine. Yes. And, um, and, and it's it's scary, right? It's scary to shift the gaze from um, looking for ourselves and searching for ourselves and all that exists outside of us to shifting the gaze um, inward and seeing, um, and seeing all that resides within us. So I really appreciate the way that that you um, shared that. And I think a lot of people, particularly in the South, will relate. There is there is secrecy and there is. Um, there is some fear. Um, and I, my hope is that you know, as we continue to, to, um, build community, as we continue to hold one another, um, that there's, we'll recognize the medicine in community as well. Um, I got,
1: if- I, I found your post on Instagram and got really excited because for the last couple of years, um, and, and my clientele, they, my clients have found me, um, I, 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 there's no better way to describe it. It's just been happenstance. It's just been, I've been someplace someone rec- or sees me and it starts to ask. Cause again, like you talked, we talked about in the beginning about seeing the light and being drawn to that light and remembering that we are that I think people are drawn to me. And so it has never been about marketing for me. It has never been, you know, I'm not, uh, work this as a traditional business so I but I started to notice a theme that it was mostly african-american and latino women who were coming to me just out of nowhere and and also referrals and so when I saw your post I got very excited I'm like oh my god this is what we need the community needs to know that it that we can do this too and for in Atlanta it's only been offered outside of our community which makes it very scary to go and seek someone doesn't look like you so i was really excited to see your your listing i was excited to see what you were doing i'm really excited for it to take off all over the united states Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm so happy for what you're doing because it is so needed um
0: thank you so much for for that affirmation um and thank you for being a part of of the directory um i'm excited too i really am and and I I I feel the boil, right? The 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 rising of, of the movement, and um, I'm so excited that um, that you're excited and other people are excited. That I can't do this alone. So I'm looking forward to how to all the healing to come for sure.
1: I, I wanted to say one more thing about what you were talking about before. Sure. I. I like to call myself a guide. My job is to hold your hand as you remember because some parts can be scary, but it isn't as intimidating as people think. All we're doing is shedding the pretend life that makes everyone comfortable to getting to the core of who you are and the ending of the suffering because we are holding up a suit of armor that doesn't belong to us, that we don't actually need. So I just wanted to put that out there that it isn't scary, it isn't at all summoning anything, it is all you, we are the tools, we are the light, we are the miracles that we're waiting for. And as a healer, my only job is to sort of hold your hand until you recognize that within yourself.
0: Yes, because I think that
1: takes away the stigma.
0: Right, exactly. That's so important. Um, the stigma has been created as a means of oppression, right? Right. So, so when we return to these things, we also remember our power. And, um, and you just made it so approachable and accessible um, in naming that. So I'm, I'm grateful to you for that. I do have um, another question for you. Mm-hmm. Last question before we wrap up. If you could give one gift, imaginary, energetic, spiritual or otherwise, to that person you saw in that picture, that girl you saw in that picture in your story, what would it be?
1: <laughs> you know, I keep going back to that little six-year-old. Um, I would want to give her the comfort of her being safe in her own skin. I think she would have um, avoided a lot of heartache and uh, a lot of challenges had she had kept that knowing she had at three, four, five of her gifts and what she came to do in the world. Um, It was a long journey to get her to remember. Yeah. Um, and to have her feel again confident in her skin Mm. and I would have that's what I would have done I would have given it I would have told her to hold on to it that that's that's all she came here to do it's very simple just be who you are. Mm
0: -hmm. And I trust that she's she's in there somewhere and she's hearing you offer that gifts to her now.
1: I am I am I am in awe of her and how we've come together and Like, it's not easy to do this work. It's not something I take lightly. And it is with her permission that I've moved forward in confidence that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And that was the beginning of the work, was working with her and making her comfortable.
0: Yes, yes, and yes. Um, I thank you so much for doing the work that you're doing, for showing up and for being committed to your own healing journey. Um, And with that, I just invite us to... Um, maybe take a breath together to breathe in all the healing that just happened and um, all the healing to come. So if you would, you know, take a moment to breathe with me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for being here. You're invited to take a moment with me to honor this story with breath taking one full vibrant inhale and a deep cleansing exhale these moments and these stories are yours and ours and this is a labor of deep love by yours truly if you'd like to support this sweet movement share your energy by making an offering via cash app at cash kindred medicine or via paypal Heal at kindredmedicine.com. Please also take a moment to subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Stay close on the gram at Kindred Medicine, And of course, send the healers. Tell them they are needed here. Visit our site at www.kindredmedicine.com to join our community, to add your own healer listing to the directory, and to recommend your favorite trusted healers of color, and to search for healers in your area. Sending infinite love to Felicia Only richards at Love for sharing her music medicine, Barasuwayo, a song for Eshu. Check out the podcast page on our site to learn more about her and to find episode show notes. May healing come soon. Peace.